All right. Matthew. Mark. Luke. John. X. Romans. First and second. Correct. First and second. G. Glacier. Glacier. Galatians. Galatians. Colossians. First and second Thessalonians. Yep. That's the first of the three T's. Now you're in the middle. First and second Thessalonians. First and second Titus. No. Close. That's the third one. Yep. It's a different different man's name that starts with T. Often abbreviated T I M. Yes, 1st, 2nd Timothy. Uh, Titus. Philemon. Hebrews. James. Mm -hmm. Mark. Mm -hmm. James. Two epistles, 1st and 2nd, written by the chief of the apostles. A rooster crowed. And he denied the Lord three times. 1st and 2nd. Yep. First and second Peter. First and second, first and second John. Yes, Jude. Yes, we'll do it again, starting with Mason. First book. The very first book of the New Testament. Starts with an M. A. Matthew. Yep. Luke. John. Mm -hmm. To the church at Rome. If you live in Rome, you are a. If you live in America, you are an American. Roman. Roman. Now there's more of them. Roman. Romans. Yes, Acts Romans. First and Second Corinthians. Galatians. Ephesians. <laughs> yes. To the church at Colossus. Cool. You were you started saying it. Kala. Colossians. Col close. Colosh. Colossians. Colossians. Before that, part the first group of the three T's, first and second, T-H, oh. uh, Thessalonians. Thessalonians. Titus. No, he already said it. You weren't paying attention. First and second Thessalonians, first and second uh, Titus. The book that the letter that Paul wrote to a slave owner, a man who was the owner of a slave named Onesimus. Phi. First second Thessalonians, first second Timothy, Titus, Phi Philemon. Another word for Jews. 
What's another word for Jews? Do you know, do you like hot dogs? Do you like those all beef hot dogs? You don't like them? What is the matter with you? Did you grow up in crazy town? Do you know what the brand, the big brand of those beef hot dogs is? Hebrew Nationals. What's another name for a Jew? For the, yes, Hebrews. Hebrews, James, the chief of the apostles. He wrote two of them, first and second. Paul? Not Paul, but it does start with a P. Who's the chief of the apostles? Denied the Lord three times, and then a rooster crowed. P. Oh, Peter. Yep, first, second, Peter. First, second, third, John. Another J. J. Jude, correct. And the last book of the Bible, Mason, starts with an R. If somebody reveals something to you that you didn't know before, what do you say? That's a, I never knew that before. That's a real, re Seth? Revelation, yeah, revelation. And that's what it is. The revelation of St. John is the real name of the book. The thing that was revealed to St. John. Okay, keep working on your books of the Bible every single week, we're gonna start with that. Now. You have more to learn by heart for next time. Now we're starting to get into the catechism to learn by heart. The catechism that you need to learn by heart for next time is the first commandment. And what is the first commandment? Um, you shall have no other gods. Yes, you shall have no other gods. So when I say that you need to learn the first commandment, I don't mean that you should only come in here and say, you shall have no other gods. I mean, you also need to know what does this mean? We should fear, love, and trust in God above all things. This is really easy. So take it while it's really easy and learn it well because if you don't learn it now, it'll only get harder if you are behind. How many minutes a day? 10, Ten minutes. That's all you need to do a day. You can study your Learn by heart your books of the Bible and all of your terms in only 10 minutes a day. How do I know that? Because I used to do it. I know that it can be done, okay? You shall have no other gods. What does this mean? It means that we should fear, love, and trust in God above all things. Yeah, look, you already know half of it. Easy peasy. All right. Everybody's favorite. The term quiz. Last week wasn't very Last week wasn't very good, but now you know how term quizzes are going to go. And luckily, the Lord is long-suffering, abounding in love and mercy, and so is your pastor. It's a really good thing that your pastor is supposed to be like Jesus, because if I were only allowed to be like me, oh boy. But but I'm stuck having to be like Jesus. <laughs> All right. Number one. The Blessed Virgin 
mother of Jesus, the Blessed Virgin Mother of Jesus. This don't think too hard about it. You can overthink it. Just don't think too hard about it. Here's the question, Mason. What I need you to tell me is who is the Blessed Virgin who is the mother of Jesus? That's all you need to do, okay? And I will give you a bonus point if you can tell me what this person's feast day is. That's a bonus point if you can tell me what this person's feast day is. Number two. These are the most important books of the New Testament. They are the ones that record the good news of Jesus' life, ministry, death, and resurrection. These are the books that have the words and deeds of Jesus. There are only four of these books in the whole New Testament that are about the words and deeds of Jesus. Number three. The angel whose name means man of God. Yeah, oh, you all know this one. He interpreted visions to Daniel in the Old Testament and he talked to Zechariah and to Mary in the New Testament. Number four. You just, told, you just kind of told us the answer to number one. Did I tell you the answer to number kind one? Of. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, I all, maybe I also am so nice that I give you rewards if you pay attention. But who can say? I've got a reputation to uphold. Number four, the 14 New Testament letters of Paul. These are the letters that are written by Paul to churches and to specific pastors. It is not just any letter to the church, <coughs> letter to the church. It is the letters written by Paul. Those who have ears to hear, let them hear. I just gave you the answer. What? Number five. The visit <clears throat> the visit of the pregnant Virgin Mary to her cousin Elizabeth when Elizabeth was six months pregnant with John the Baptist. When Mary's word greeted Elizabeth, baby John the Baptist leapt inside her womb. What is the name of this day? This day that is the visit of Virgin Mary to Elizabeth. And you have another bonus point opportunity if you can tell me the feast 
day, the date of the feast day for this day. And because I'm feeling generous, I will give you another bonus point. All you have to do is write down the date, the feast date for the Annunciation of the Lord, which is the day that Gabriel came to Mary and Mary was pregnant. I talked about this last week. To determine that date should be very easy. So you get a bonus point if you remember how to get that date. Number one, Seth. What? Oh, I'm sorry. Do you, does anybody need me to repeat some? Well, it's on the bonus points. Which one? The first bonus point. The first bonus point was if you can tell me, you have to know the name of the Blessed Virgin, Mother of Jesus. And then the bonus point is if you can tell me what her feast day is which is a month and a date, like January 22nd. That's not what it is, by the way. Okay, does anybody else need me to repeat terms? Mason, do you need me to read one again? Number two. Number two. The most important books of the New Testament. <clears throat> there are only four of them. They record the good news of Jesus' ministry, life, death, and resurrection. These are the books that record the words and deeds of Jesus. What is the name of this group of books? That's all the clue I can give you. Okay, anybody else? Okay, number one, Seth. Uh, Mary. Yes. Yes, I will accept Mary. I will also accept Saint Mary, and I will also accept Saint Mary, the mother of our Lord. Uh, good. Okay, and does anybody have her feast day? Mason, do you have her feast day? Okay. That date is August 15th. These dates are all in the terms, too, so you can remember those. August 15th, that's her feast day. Okay, number two, Cameron. The gospel? Well, gospel? Mm, you can take... You can take half... Well, hold on a minute. I need to see, because there are two terms here that are very similar, and I need to see how far away the other one is to determine if I can give you credit for this or not. How many, how many are there? How many of those are there? Two. How many of these things are there? Three. No. One. 
Think about the New Testament. I will give you full credit if you can tell me how many of these there are. Otherwise, I can only give you half credit. I don't know. You know there's more than one. Think about the books of the New Testament. Four? Yes, four! You get full credit for that. Because it should be Gospels with an S. Because there's... Oh, there's uh, I was read the first time. The go Did you write the S? Yeah, but I wasted it. Oh, well, don't second guess yourself. Just don't think too much about it, okay? It is the Gospels. <laughs> because the Gospels are the groups of books. If you only wrote the gospel, Cameron just earned you for full credit for that. Um, but for, for next time, there's a difference between the gospel, which is the message about Jesus, and the gospels, which are the four books of the Bible that have the message of Jesus. Does that, do, you, do you understand that? The gospels are which books? Sophie. The names of the books. They are? Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Correct. The Gospels. Okay? I don't want this one. Or not. No, I, who, who wrote the Gospels? Moses. Hmm? Moses. Oh, Moses is a bag of bones by the time the Gospels come around. The books of Moses are in the Old Testament because Moses is from the Old Testament. The Gospels are the books written by the people who have their names. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. They're the ones that write. So it has to be the Gospels. Uh, okay, number three. That's to you, Sophie. What is number three? Gabriel. Correct, Gabriel. There was furious writing for that one. I know that you get them. Okay, Mason, number four. No, Seth? Uh, epistles the epistles of Paul, yeah. Remember, an epistle is just a letter. So if I say it's the letters of Paul, all you have to do is say, oh, letters. If we were in the Bible and we're talking about letters, it's an epistle. And if it's written by Paul, it's an epistle of Paul, okay? Epistle. Remember, too, you can laugh in the divine service during church because when I say the epistle is from the letter of St. Paul to the Thessalonians, I'm saying the letter is from the letter, and I'm, I'm saying letter two times, but only people who know what it means understand why that's funny. Okay? And lastly, number five, Seth. Yes, the visitation. The annunciation is the announcement. The visitation is the visit. I thought it was the annunciation. Nope, the annunciation. I'll give you a point if you can tell me the date of the annunciation. That's a bonus point. But, uh, it, but let's figure this one out first. So if you had the visitation, that is correct. That's the only thing I can take that's correct. The visitation. Uh, and then, do you know the feast day? What's the date for the visitation? That's your other bonus point. Sophie? Well, is it in November? Mm -mm. Not even close. Wait, wait. Uh, is, is it in my birthday month? I don't... Your birthday month is October. Yeah. It is not in October. Is it like the first... You already took a guess. March and July? 
Not in July, Mason. Might as well take a guess. You got nothing to lose. August? Not in August. August. It is in... Uh, August is St. Mary on August oh. 15th. The visitation is in May. May 31st. Now, a bonus point if you can tell me what the date is for the Annunciation. That's the day that Mary conceives with Jesus. Sophie? That means that Jesus is now in her womb. Okay, hold on to it. Just take a guess. Is it August? Not in August. No, but you're you're thinking now. It's not December twenty fifth. That's the birth of Jesus. So if you know the date of the birth of Jesus, Seth, have a guess. Not January. Mason? July? Not July. What month is it? Nope, it's in March. March 15th. Not 15th, March. 25th. 25th. Yeah, why is it March 25th? Yes, because nine months from March 25th is December 25th. And what is December 25th? The birth of Jesus, right. So, conception to birth is nine months. So we celebrate the birth of Jesus on December 25th because we celebrate the Annunciation on March 25th. Okay, whoops, I need to know how you did. Okay, Cameron? Uh, on on Gospels, I got uh, half of a partial credit. No, nope. on Gospels, I gave you all the credit. Because you told me that there were four of them. You redeemed, you redeemed it. Okay, so I got 995%. Which means I missed one. Uh, just tell me how, what the, how many you got right. I don't need a percent. Oh, sorry. Four. You got four. Okay. <coughs> Sophie? How many three? How many did you get right? Two. Listen, friends. I am 30 years old. <laughs> I am done with school for now. I don't want to do math when I come to midweek. Just tell me how many you got right. How many did you get right? Two out of five. Okay. That's all I need. Super simple. Mason? Uh, two. Two. Okay. And Seth? Five out of five. Okay. The bonus ones were hard. That was just a test to see if you read the whole thing. Because there's a really easy way to study, by the way, which is just to remember the first little bit of the definition so that when I start reading it, you get it. But I'm going to tell you that if that's the way you study, I'm on to you because sometimes I don't read it right from the beginning and sometimes I mix it all up. Just as a warning. Want to know why I do that? Because I also used to study that way. So I know. All right. 
Any questions? Why do I record your score? Is it because you're going to get a grade in this class? Um, no, Cameron. To, to see if you need to take the class again. No. I, I'll know if you need to take the class again, and it's not going to be because of your term quiz, I'll tell you that. It's because you get bragging rights. I record your score so that at the end of the year, the person who gets the most right gets bragging rights and maybe a prize, depending on how much I like you. <laughs> But I don't like suck-ups, so don't try to suck up, because then you'll make sure that I don't like you. All right. Matthew. <laughs> you had it all marked and everything, and I flipped it on its head. Okay. The Gospel according to Matthew. <coughs> I don't know. Is it the first? Is it the first book? Oh, the chapter? <laughs> yes, it is the first chapter. Yes, and it's the first of what group of books in the New Testament? The Gospels, the Gospels correct. There's a little elephant running around upstairs. Okay. Which number of the Gospels is John? Or, yeah, of, there's, there's four Gospels. Mm, 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 mm. The fourth one. The fourth one. So which way do you need to go? Back. Yep. Mm-hmm. There you go. You're at the very end of Matthew, so you need to get all the way to the beginning. There you go. Yes. Is it, is, it a, is it a pertinent question? That's a question that is related to midweek? Well, it's the Bible. Okay, what's your question? Well, I know this, but I wanted to know if anyone else knew this. Um, if they knew the last word in the Bible. Oh, 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 oh amen, because it says... Oh, amen. I just wanted to know. Yes, the last word in the Bible is amen. Which is all the more reason to make sure that when you say amen, you say it loudly, because that's the last word in the Bible. All right, let's begin. This is, this first little bit is all a genealogy. So I will read the genealogy, because there's a lot of names there. And then when we get to verse 18, that's when we'll start going around. Okay, any questions? And when we do go around, we're going to go counterclockwise, so it'll be from me to Cameron. The book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ. What is a genealogy? Seth? Is it like, uh, like all the stuff, what someone does? Or Not what someone does, no. Maybe a family tree? That's what it is, a family tree. So do any of your families have genealogies where you can look back and find all your aunts and uncles? and all your grandparents and all of their parents, and you go back and you see all of that stuff? Um, no, but we like bar, buy an art tree member mm -hmm. thing for art, and you can see like what you did like in 2015 or 2016. Mm -hmm. Sure, it's the same idea. It's recording things that happened in the past. 
but the genealogy is about families in particular. Where do people come from? So this book right here at the beginning is the genealogy of Jesus Christ, where Jesus comes from. Well, who is he the son of? The son of David, the son of Abraham. So how far back does Jesus' genealogy go? Yes, Seth. Mm, it goes back to David, but is that as far back as it goes? Who then, how far back does it go? Oh, like Adam and Eve? Not to Adam and Eve. Luke's gospel goes back to Adam, but not Matthew's. The son of David, the son of? Oh, Abraham. Abraham, yes. What's the deal with Abraham? Why does Matthew only go back to Abraham? What's important about Abraham? Sophie. No, I know. Well, you raised your hand. What? Mm, no, not Moses. Abraham's what we need. Yes, Seth. Yes, 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 and and she was they they wanted a baby, but she took she was barren. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The uh, the Lord said, "I." He blessed Abraham. He gave Abraham a promise that as many as there were stars in the sky, that's how many Abraham's descendants would be. Uh, how many children Abraham would have. And that the nations of the world would be blessed in Abraham by his son. Which is, is that talking about his son Isaac? No, who's it talking about? Mm, no. If I if God says to Abraham, all of the nations are going to be blessed in your son, who do you think he's talking about? Mason. God? Yes, and specifically? Jesus. Jesus, yes. He's talking about Jesus. That's why Matthew says the son of David, the son of Abraham. He is the promised son of Abraham. He's the one who finally comes because he fulfills the promise that God makes to Abraham. And he is the one who comes to bring blessing to all the descendants of Abraham, the descendants that outnumber the stars of the sky. And he is the one, excuse me, who makes children of Abraham, because you know they say children of Abraham. We are children of Abraham. They make children of Abraham not be about your genealogy, where you came from, but about the blood of the covenant. So are you children of Abraham? Yeah. Yes. Does it matter if you can go in your family tree and say, well, Abraham was my great, 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 great uncle's cousin's nephew. Does it matter if you can say that? No. 
It doesn't because you are a child of Abraham by the blood of the covenant, which is Jesus. Okay? So that's why it goes back to Abraham. But why does it go back to Jesus? Or uh, to David, excuse me. Who's David? Cameron, who's David? Well, I know he was a guy in Israel, I thought. Yeah, he is a guy in Israel. What kind of a guy? Important guy or a not important guy? Important? Yeah, probably important. Yeah. Why was he important, Cameron? Can you think of anything really important in the Bible that happened with a guy named David? Sophie? Yes, he killed Goliath, and then he did what, Mason? I'm not ignoring you, Seth. I'm just giving everybody an opportunity. Uh, he became the king of Israel. And what kind of a king was he, Seth? Was he a good king or a bad king? He was, he was a really good king. He was the best king. Every other king was dog spit compared to David. David was the best of the kings. And Jesus is the son of David. So he's, he's big time king, royal blood. Yeah, he's going to rule. He's going to be like David the king. That's how good of a king he's going to be, okay? Abraham begot Isaac. Isaac begot Jacob. And Jacob begot Judah and his brothers. Judah begot Perez and Zerah by Tamar. Now, who is Tamar? Does anybody here know who Tamar is? Tamar is a lady. Tamar is Judah's daughter-in-law, which means what? If she's a daughter-in-law, Seth? Um, it's his, his wife's daughter. Uh, it could be, yeah. He, Tamar married Judah's son, one of Judah's oh. sons. And Judah's son did not want to have a baby with Tamar. And Tamar was promised that she would have a baby, so she dressed up like a woman of the night, like a harlot. You know what a harlot is? A harlot is a woman who sells her body for money. Do you understand what I mean, Mason? Okay. So she dressed up like a harlot and then had a baby with her father-in-law, Judah, because he didn't know that it was her. So that is who Tamar is. They didn't teach you that story in Sunday school. So Tamar, Perez begot Hezron and Hezron begot Ram. Ram begot Aminadab. How'd you like your name to be Aminadab? I couldn't spell it on the first try. <laughs> and Aminadab begot Nashon, and Nashon begot Salmon. Salmon begot Boaz by Rahab. Who is Rahab? Sophie. Yep, Rahab is a girl. Is Rahab married to Boaz? She's Boaz's mother. She's Boaz's mother. Rahab, does that name ring a bell? I've heard of 
Rahab is also a harlot, but she is from the city of... That's your clue. The city of... Jericho! Jericho! And the walls came tumbling down. She's from the city of Jericho. What's special about her? You remember? What happens in Jericho? Yes, the walls fall down, but what do the Israelites do? Do they come in and make friends with the Canaanites? No. no. What do they do to them? Sophie. They And they... Killed. They killed. How many of them did they kill, Mason? Except for Rahab and her family. Why did they save Rahab and her family? Sophie. Because they were like Israelites. Why were they like Israelites? What did they do that was like Israelites? Uh, they praised God. They praised the Lord, yes. There's one really important thing. They believed in the Lord. And then what did Rahab do that saved her? Confessed. Well, no. She put a... Oh, oh. Uh, she put lamb's blood on her. Not lamb's blood, but close. Lamb's blood was the Passover. She put a red cord up on the window that was like lamb's blood. So it was just like her own little Passover, and then they did not kill her. So, is she an Israelite? No, she's not, but she's part of Jesus' family tree. Salmon begot Boaz by Rahab. Boaz begot Obed by Ruth. Who is Ruth? Seth. Uh, didn't she, wasn't she married to Boaz? She was married to someone else. He did die, yes. So she went with her mother-in-law back to Israel. She's not an Israelite either. She's a Moabitess. And then she married Boaz. And Obed is the grandpa of King David. So Obed begot Jesse, and Jesse begot David. David the king begot Solomon by her who had been the wife of Uriah. Who is that lady? Who's the one who was the wife of Uriah? Who's the woman that David sinned with? Do you remember? She was taking a bath, and he saw her taking a bath. I feel like bath can't work. Oh, you're, you're quick. You're picking up what I'm laying down, son. Bath. Because if you say a hint word, you always say it like louder and multiple times. I do, because I don't want you to think that I'm not giving you a clue. Bath, Sheba. Bathsheba is the one who was the wife of Uriah, so she committed adultery with King David, and David committed adultery with her. Uh, hey, there we go. Solomon begot Rehoboam. Rehoboam begot Abijah, and Abijah begot Asa. Asa begot Jehoshaphat. Jumping Jehoshaphat begot Joram, and Joram begot Uzziah. Uzziah begot Jotham, Jotham begot Ahaz, and Ahaz begot Hezekiah. Ahaz, really good king or really bad king? Bad man. Yes, King Ahaz was a bad king. King Hezekiah, good king or bad king? Good king. Good king, yeah. Hezekiah was a good king, and his father Ahaz was a very bad king. Um, 
Ahaz begot Hezekiah. Hezekiah begot Manasseh. Manasseh begot Ammon. And Ammon begot Josiah. Josiah begot Jeconiah and his brothers about the time they were carried away to Babylon. And after they were brought to Babylon, Jeconiah begot Shealtiel. And Shealtiel begot Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel begot Abiud, Abiud begot Eliakim, and Eliakim begot Azor. You know all these people, don't you? Azor begot Zadok, Zadok begot Akim, and Akim begot Eliud. Eliud begot Eleazar, Eleazar begot Matan, and Matan begot Jacob. And Jacob begot Joseph, who is the husband of Mary, of whom was born Jesus, who is called Christ. So, all the generations from Abraham to David are 14 generations. All the generations from David until the captivity in Babylon are 14 generations. And from the captivity in Babylon until the Christ are how many? 14. 14 generations, yes. Yes, it's all names. See, aren't you glad that I read that instead of making you read all those names? Maybe for the Christmas, uh, for the Christmas lessons and carols one year, we'll just do a whole bunch of names, and then all the Sunday school kids can come and read all the names. Would you like to do that, Sophie? How about you, Cameron? Uh, you I, just, I Mason, you want to just get up and read a bunch of names? Yeah, Cameron. Uh, I need to play Goose, so maybe I could, but I don't know. Well, I wouldn't do that because they're they're kind of hard. So anyway, what is special about Matthew's gospel? Matthew's gospel and his genealogy here. What do you think? Is it is it maybe the only gospel that has it? Not the only gospel that has a genealogy. Luke's gospel has one too, but Matthew's is different than Luke's. The only one that has Jesus's. Nope, Luke's is about Jesus too. If I'm writing a genealogy in Bible times, how do you think I'd write it? I am Eman, that is my name, and I was begotten by Michael, who is my father, and Michael was begotten by David, and David was begotten by Joseph. Do you see what I'm doing? Who am I talking about? Um, like, um, kings. No, not kings. I mean in my family. Oh. Who am I talking about? Oh. It's me, and then my father, and then my father's father, and my father's father's oh. fathers. What am I talking about? Yeah, but what's missing? What? Oh, yes, but what's missing? The mothers are missing because it only talks about the father begetting the son. But who is Tamar? And who is uh, Rahab? And who is Ruth? And who is Bathsheba? Are they fathers? No, they are, they are ladies. They're women. So there were... Matthew is making a point because he talks about the women. Yes? Um, well, you started talking about the family tree. I got this picture in my head. My mom 
Oh, yep. And it went all the way back to the 1800s. Yep, yep. I've got one like that too. You can see how far back your family goes. So Mary is the mother of Jesus, and she is the seed of the woman. So she's pretty important to be in the genealogy, yes? And the other women are all either sinners. Well, they are all sinners, and then some of them are foreigners. And the reason that they're important is because of the fact that they are sinners and or outsiders that were brought in. Because what is Jesus coming to do? Yeah, and if you're an, if you are, if I'm a, I'm a good Jew, I'm a good Pharisee, and you all are sinners, what do I think about you? Mason, you're a dirty sinner. What do I think of you if I'm a Pharisee? Are you my best friend? No. Do I like you? No. Would I invite you over to my house to eat cookies? No. So then if Jesus goes over to your house to eat cookies, what do I think of Jesus? Do I think that he's nice because he went to your house to eat cookies? Or do I think he's bad because now he's associating with the likes of Mason? Bad. bad. Yeah. I get angry. That's the problem. The Pharisees don't like it that Jesus goes to talk to sinners. and He eats with tax collectors and sinners. What an idiot. Those people aren't good people. Mason. I don't want to hang out with Mason. Cameron, though. I'll hang out with Cameron. But if Seth goes to hang out with Mason, well then can't. I, I don't want to spend any time with Seth. Do you see how that works? And if Sophie goes to hang out with Cameron, well then, Sophie is all right. But Jesus specifically comes to go to those outside people and bring them in. Yes, Mason? What if I go to Sophie's house and I go to her to Cameron's house? Yay! Then all bets are off. Then you're all, then I'm done with all of you. And we all go to your house. I wouldn't let you in. I'd, I'd put the walls up. <laughs> I'd, I'd set the attack cats on you. <laughs> no, we, we don't have any windows. There's no, no way to get in. I don't think you have. Not if you've been to, not if you've been to Mason's house. Okay. All right. So that's what's important about having those women there. Okay. Now, what's the number? How many generations from group to group? Sophie? 14. 14. And how many groups of 14? Of seven. What? Of two? What? Well, from two, one to two, one, two that's one group. From one to one, that's one group. And from one to one, that's one group. How many groups? Three. Three groups of 14. Bup, bup, bup. Okay? You, in fact, it's probably divided up in your Bible so you can see three separate paragraphs. Boom, boom, boom. Three. Why does this matter? What is the number three important for? Oh, um, how many days Jesus was dead? Yes, but that's important also for a very a bigger reason. Three, the number three. What is three? What's three in the Bible? Can you oh, think? <coughs> yes, which what we would call what, Mason? The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We have one word for that, and it's also the name of this church. Holy Spirit. Holy. What's the name of this church? Sophie. Trinity. Trinity, yeah, the Trinity. That's why when you go into church, there's those little symbols on the wall. 
Those are symbols for the Holy Trinity. So, three is the number of the Trinity. Fourteen is two times what? Hi, huh, you have to do math, but I don't. Oh, seven. Two times seven. What's important about two? I said two like a minute ago. What's important about two in the Bible, specifically about Jesus? Oh. Yes? Uh, Jesus is the son? Wait, no. He is the son. What's, what's so wonderful about Jesus being the son of Mary and being born? We call it the incarnation. Jesus is, is he God? Yes. And he is also? Not spirit, no. He's God and? Flesh. Yeah, and what would we call someone who's flesh? Skinny. Not everybody. <laughs> Their soul? Hmm? No, somebody who's made of flesh, like you, you're all made of, you're all made of flesh. What would we call all of us together? No, we're all people. There's five of us in the room right now, and what would we call all of us? We are, are we, are we chimps? Are we fish? We are humans! Boy, that was like pulling teeth. So Jesus is God, and he is? Human, or we would say man, God and man. That's two. What's seven, Cameron? Seven is seven times two is fourteen. What's seven? What's important about the number seven? How many days did it take God to create the world? Seven. Seven days. What was on the seventh day? He rested. He rested. It's a Sabbath day. So seven is also the number when the Lord says, "Hey, everything's good. It's the time to rest." And where do we rest? In Jesus. All of this is there. Now, verse 18. We got, our, we got a scoot. Christ born Mary. Now another birth of Jesus Christ was as, was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found in the trunk of the Holy Spirit. Yes, and what does it mean that they're betrothed, Mason? Are they married? No. No. But they're betrothed. So they're not quite married, but they are. More than that. Yeah, it's like it's sort of like being engaged. So Cameron, if remember last week we talked about you being betrothed to Tegan? We'll have to talk to your parents and make sure that that all works out. Okay? So Cameron Cameron for today and for last week was betrothed to Tegan, which means that they're not married right now, but when they both get old enough, they will be. When it's time, they will be married. That's what it means to be betrothed. So, every, so everybody knows that Cameron and Tegan are going to get married. They just haven't gotten married quite yet. That's what it means to be betrothed. So everybody knows that Mary and, and Joseph are, are going to get married, but they're not married yet. Sophie. You found a better girl for Cameron? <laughs> what do you think of that, Mason? <laughs> Go, well, continue. Um, you know how God made Adam and Eve, didn't he? Yes. Didn't they have two boys? Uh, yes, they did have two boys. Two did, recorded boys. Then how did they keep going? Because they only write down the name of the boys. 
So they had more children. In fact, they had at least three children, but not all of them were. And then in addition to them, they, they also had more. They didn't only have the three children. Those are just the three children that they talk about. Okay. All right. We, gotta, we really got to keep going. Then Joseph, verse 19. Joseph being just, just a man and unruly, to put her to, to shame, resolves to, to divorce her quietly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, put her away. He wants to put her away. I'm not going to be your husband anymore. I don't want to marry you and become your husband. So kind of like divorce? Well, it's like divorce, but they're, they're only betrothed, so they're not fully married. So it, everybody knows that Joseph is going to be her husband, and for all intents and purposes, he is her husband because they've been promised to each other. But they haven't actually gotten married yet. And now she's pregnant. Well, what does Joseph think when he sees that the girl that he's not even married to yet is now pregnant? Um, I don't want to be a part of this. Yes, but what happens to Mary if he says, Oh, she did something bad. I'm... We're not married yet, and now she's pregnant. What's going to happen to Mary, Seth? Um, she'll like... It's the, yeah, I'll give you a clue. It's the same thing that happened to St. Stephen. Oh, she'll get stoned? She'll get stoned! Now, he's a just man, so he doesn't want to have her be put to death. That's why he's trying to put her away secretly, so that it doesn't become a big deal, and then nobody, nobody stones Mary. But, but while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appears to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do, do in the dream, saying, John, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you marry your wife for the witch of... That which is... That which is contemned, conceived... Conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, so who did Mary know another man? Like Joseph thinks. No. How did the child get conceived within her? Yeah, but use the language here. C conceived by... David? No. By the... That which is conceived, yeah, by the Holy Spirit. Remember, when the angel speaks the word, the word does what it says, and who delivers the word? God. The Spirit. Spirit delivers the word. So Mary hears the word and the Spirit conceives in her womb the child of Jesus. 21, Sophie. Um, she will bear a son and you shall call him his name Jesus. For he will save his people from their sins. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, what does Jesus mean? Yes. A savior. Uh, yeah, pretty much. means the Lord saves. Okay, So who, what is Jesus going to save his people from? Uh, death in the 
Yeah, but what does the angel say? He will save his people from... Yeah, from their sins. That's the biggest enemy. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. Then Joseph, being aroused from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord commanded, and took to him his wife, and did not know her till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and she called his name Jesus. Okay, now here are your terms. By the way, what did Jesus or what did Joseph do after the angel delivered the word of God to him? Joseph. He had a dream and an angel gave, told him the word of the Lord, what he was supposed to do, and what did he do? Yes, which means what he did what with the word? The word of God. Okay. He kept it. Yeah, he believed in it. He kept it. He trusted it. And he did what it said. So when the Lord comes to you and says, hey, this is the way things are, your job is not to say to the Lord, well, actually, I think I know better than you, and make your own decision. It's to say, ah, okay. Amen. Yes, Lord. Kind of like when your parents say, go pick up your room. Yeah, it's probably best not to tell your parents, ah, uh, no, thank you. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't so feel like now. it right now. I'll let yeah. so Sophie pick up my room. No. You can let Tegan pick up your room after you two get married. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, here's, here are the terms. Ready? Yes. Okay. The genealogy of Jesus. That's the family tree of Jesus. Okay. Then Emmanuel. That's a name that means God with us. St. Joseph, the guardian of our Lord. Why is it guardian? Um, yep. Yes, and is he Jesus' father? Yeah. Is Joseph Jesus' father? Oh, no. No, he is not. Who is Jesus' father? God. God, yeah. God the Father is Jesus' father. So Joseph is not his father, but he is his guardian. Mary is Jesus' mother. Joseph is not his father, but Joseph looks after him and protects him. He is the guardian. That's Joseph. Jesus! That should be easy. That's the name given to the Son of God, and it means the Lord saves. Be prepared, because I might just say the name that means the Lord saves. So you have to know more than just the beginning. Okay? Um, the virgin birth, you need to know what that is. The Son of God, who is conceived of the Holy Spirit, is born of Mary's flesh. And lastly, children of Abraham, which can mean two things. It can be only Hebrews, or it can be true believers in Jesus, who are children in the blood of the covenant. Any questions? Okay, very good. We'll see you next week. Time for devotion.